What's up guys, welcome back to the John Summer Challenge. Today is July 15th and we are in John chapter 8 verses 31 through 59, finishing John chapter 8. So yesterday we saw Jesus introduce himself with the second I am statement that we find in the book of John. He said, I am the light of the world. And we know that many of the Pharisees heard that and immediately they were shaking their heads in opposition. Their hard hearts and self-righteousness will reject the Son of God no matter what he says, won't they? But I mentioned and we read that at the end of our passage in verse 30, it said, as he spoke these things, many came to believe in him. Now what we'll soon find out is that their belief was not yet saving faith in Jesus. However, it was the first step towards it. And in our passage today, the Lord's goal is to point them truly and fully and genuinely towards a faith that actually saves, a faith that will set them free from their bondage to sin. And not only will the light of the world point these people to the pathway of salvation, but he will also expose and warn the Pharisees of their coming judgment. Okay, so let's examine this passage today in two parts. And the first part is this. Number one, the truth brings freedom. The truth brings freedom. And we see this in verses 31 through 36. But I want to start by looking at uh, verses 33 through 34 because Jesus communicates an important truth that will help us to realize our need for freedom. Why do we need freedom? Freedom from what? Well, in verse 34, Jesus says, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is the slave to sin, a slave of sin sin. Now let me ask you, have you committed a sin? Then you are a slave of sin without Christ. This is the condition of every single person without Christ. They are slaves of sin. Because of our fallen nature, we have been born into bondage to sin. Without Christ, sin is your cruel master. The master who deceives you, who entices you, and ultimately leads you to death. The enemy tricks you into thinking that sin is good, pleasurable, satisfying, when in reality, all it is doing is killing you. Sin is anything that goes against the character of God. Think about how many times you've sinned, maybe even already today, or maybe in this past week when you disobey your parents, when you act out in anger towards your parents or towards your siblings or towards your friends or towards anybody, when you have anger in your heart, when you look at inappropriate things or listen to inappropriate things and, and you know that you shouldn't be listening or looking at those things, but you do it anyways. When you speak or even think terrible things, and even in your own mind, when you have those thoughts, when you act selfishly, when you only want to do what is pleasing and, and good for you and you put everything else and everyone else to the side, when you gossip or slander or put somebody down, 
This is all sin. Whatever you do that goes against the character of God, who is holy and righteous and good, that is sin. And sin will lead you to death. Sin will trap you each time you indulge in it. And it is as if each time you sin, you are tightening the bondage and making it harder and harder for you to escape sin's grip. Without Christ, you are a slave to sin, and sin is a cruel, cruel master. Sin will lead you to death. Now, everyone is a slave, but the question is, whom are you a slave to? You can either be a slave of sin and your master be the enemy, the devil, or you can be a slave to Christ. And Jesus offers and makes this promise in verse 36. He says, so if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. To be freed from the bondage of sin and to be made a slave of Christ is the most wonderful thing that could ever happen to you. If you are a follower of Christ, will you remember this day how sweet of a moment it was when Christ saved you and freed you from the bondage of sin and made you a slave of himself? Oh, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Jesus is a good master and it is so sweet to follow and to serve and to submit to him. Jesus is the perfect master and, and he is the only master who can set you free from the wicked slavery of sin. But how? The first two verses in our passage show us a pathway to salvation. How somebody becomes saved and what happens to them even after they are saved. Look at verse 31 first. It says, So Jesus was saying to those Jews who had believed in him, believed him. The first thing is, what? You must believe. You must believe. Now, sadly, these Jews and many of these Jews uh, that are described here did not actually have a saving belief, a saving faith in Jesus Christ. But faith is required in order to be freed from sin. You must believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Savior, trusting in Him and what He has accomplished on the cross, taking on the full wrath of God and what He accomplishes through His resurrection by raising from the dead and defeating death and bringing us new life. This genuine belief will lead you to a life that willingly and fully submits to Christ. But you must believe. That's step number one, believe. And then at the end of verse 31, so Jesus was saying to those Jews who had believed him, if you continue in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine. After believing, you must continue in his word, meaning you must continue in your faith and obedience to his word. John 14, 15 says, 
If you love me, you will keep my commandments. John 15.10 says, If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. John 15.14 says, You are my friends if you do what I command you. 1 John 3 verse 24 says, The one who keeps his commandments abides in him and he in him. You want more? 1 John 5 3 says, For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. Are you catching it? True faith in Christ will lead to an obedient life to his word. It means that you will surrender your entire life to Christ and seek to obey him because you want to do what is pleasing and glorifying to the Lord when you're a true Christian. And then, the blessing that comes after you have believed in him and you've continued in his word is in verse 32 at the end of it, and you will know the truth. And you will know the truth. You will truly know the truth, Jesus Christ. And the Spirit will help you to understand the truth, His written word. You will be able to look at His scripture, look at the Bible, and know what it is saying. And know for the first time Jesus' written word. And all of this has led us to the glorious freedom at the end of verse 32. What does Jesus say? And the truth will make you free. It will make you free. When you believe in Jesus, obey his word, and know his truth, you will be free indeed. Freed from Satan. Freed from eternal death. And freed from sin. Doesn't mean you won't sin anymore. But you will be freed from the bondage of sin. And Jesus Christ will be your master. And you will have victory finally over sin through Christ. Don't you want to be freed from sin? Then turn to Christ. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. The light of the world has shown us the pathway to salvation. And this is a sweet, sweet truth and good news that we can be freed from sin. But the hard hearts of the Pharisees leads to point number two. The truth also brings judgment. The truth brings judgment in verses 37 through 59. Now, after all that Jesus has just said, these Jews have lost all of their sense of security of eternal life with God. Now they're starting to question and now they have lost any security at all that they are actually and truly believers and actually and truly possessors of eternal life with God. And trying to regain their assurance, the Jews claim in verse 39 that Abraham is their father. And then in verse 41, they say, God is their father. But in verse 44, Jesus tells them who their true father is. And as a result, this leaves them exposed, convicted, and judged. Look at verse 44. He says to these Jews, You are of your father, 
Who? The devil. And you want to do the desires of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. Whenever he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. This is their father. And this is the father of every single person who is a slave to their sin. This is the father of every single person who rejects Jesus Christ, who does not live according to his word, who goes on their own way and indulges in their sin. This is their father, the devil. Jesus says, your father is not Abraham, and it certainly is not God. It is the devil. And these Jews are slaves to sin. They are in complete bondage to sin, and they are gladly serving their master, the devil. And this is why they will continue to come after Jesus, because Jesus is claiming to be God. And that's why Jesus says in verse 58, Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was born, I am. I am. And we see this back in Exodus that this is Jesus claiming that he is God. I am. And so in verse 59, the Jews, therefore, they picked up the stones to throw at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. In their extreme anger and hatred for the truth, the Jews tried to kill Jesus right then and there. But his time has not yet come. And so Jesus slips away and escapes their assassination attempt. Listen, the truth will lead you to freedom if you submit to the truth or the truth will leave you condemned as it exposes your sinfulness and wrath to come. Don't you see those two sides? You can either be freed from sin or you can be stayed and, and continue to be in bondage to sin. But the truth will force you to make a decision. Submit to the truth and you will have eternal life freedom but deny the truth reject the truth and you will be in bondage to sin for the rest of your days and your sin will lead you to eternal death will you today submit to the truth submit your life to jesus christ and in turn be freed from sin that's it for today's devotional. I've got three questions for you. Number one, what is sin? I want you to define for me, what is sin? And this is important for us because we keep talking about sin and I want, you to, I want to make sure that you know what sin actually is and maybe even identify some of your own sins. Number two, what does it mean to be a slave of sin. What does it mean to be a slave of sin? And number three, how can you know if your faith is real? Because we saw the very first verse of our passage today, it says many who believed in him, 
Well, many of those who believed in him then, turns out that their faith was not real at all. So how can we know that our faith is real? And we talked about that, the pathway to salvation. What are the steps to salvation? And what does a life look like after someone is saved? What fruit do they bear? So submit your answers to those questions and you will be done with day 15 of the John Summer Challenge. And I'll see you tomorrow for day 16.